From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, January 25th. I'm Lana Cohen. The Noyo River, Pudding Creek, the Navarro, these are just some of the rivers that flow through Mendocino County. Starting from their headwaters in the Chaparral Hills, they wind down valleys of redwoods and pour out into the Pacific Ocean. The rivers running through our county are some of the last left that still host wild California Central Coast Coho salmon. Central Coast Coho, also referred to as CCC Coho, are a genetically distinct subset of Coho salmon that once flourished from Aptos Creek near Santa Cruz all the way up to the eel. Old stories tell of rivers filled so thick with salmon that one could cross the river on their backs. But now, the species is on the brink of extinction. They are both federally and state endangered. In the 1940s, there were probably estimates of 400,000 coho that used to return to California. The most recent population data from 2018 had about a return of 4,000 coho, CCC coho specifically. So we're looking at returns that range between 1% and 6% of what the historical population estimates were. That's Anna Halligan, North Coast Coho Project Manager of Trout Unlimited, which is a national conservation nonprofit with a Fort Bragg branch. The nonprofit works to protect cold water fish species and the places they need. You'll hear from Halligan throughout this story. Coho have been present in this region since far before humans arrived and took over the landscape. And each year, conservationists, fishery scientists, and fishermen alike hold their breath waiting to see if the species will make it through another season. Late this fall, Trout Unlimited completed three projects intended to support the Central Coast coho fishery. They replaced old infrastructure along the skunk train's path that was obstructing fish passage, blocking them from reaching their spawning grounds. So last week, I went with Halligan down to the location of one of the three project sites to check out the work that they had done. The project opened up one mile of previously inaccessible coho habitat that Trout Unlimited claims is critical to the species' reproductive success, and so ultimately, their survival. A lot of people call this the Noya Flats. We're in the kind of the upper headwaters of the Noya River. I'm actually standing on what will be a railroad. The project I went to is located far down in a valley off of the north side of Highway 20, where running underneath the skunk train's railroad tracks, the upper headwaters of the Noyo River flow slowly through a landscape of redwoods, alders, and willows. Crouching down on the bank of the newly restored stream bed, I put my hand in the water. It was clear and cold as it moved over a bed of gravel. I didn't see any fish that day, but Halligan said that endangered Central Coast coho traveled as tributary, downstream to the Noyo and out to the ocean to grow big and strong, or upstream back to their birthplace to spawn. The project was centered around replacing an old culvert that was blocking fish from reaching a mile of spawning habitat on a small tributary, which is named, unceremoniously, Gulch Sea. What was here was a pretty small culvert for the size of channel that we have. So we had an undersized culvert that was underneath the railroad bed. Usually when culverts are undersized, what will happen is the culvert kind of acts like a fire hydrant nozzle. And so the culvert constricts the amount of water that comes through during storm events and then shoots it out like a fire hose. And that usually causes all of this erosion on the downstream end of the culvert. And then as it erodes, what will happen is the bottom of the culvert begins to become 
what we call perched, where it's sitting above the bed of the channel and above the surface of the water, and that creates a big jump. Generally, we don't want to engineer anything that has greater than six inches of a jump height. That's generally what's acceptable for juvenile fish and a foot for adults. Salmon are great jumpers, so there's a lot more variability and range in what they can overcome. But that's just kind of a standard when we're designing these projects. The project to reopen the habitat cost around $1 million and included installing a new corrugated steel, 30-foot-wide culvert, building and installing a bridge, and restoring a section of damaged stream bed. I mean, this project will open up a mile of habitat, and I guess you could say that's not a lot, but that's a mile that they don't have right now. And I do think one of the greatest things that we can do to help recover the species is to provide them the most and highest quality habitat that we can. Central Coast coho, which are a metallic-looking silver and blue-green fish, are keystone species. That means that other species that share its ecosystem depend on them for their survival, and that without them, the ecosystem would dramatically change, likely to the detriment of other flora and fauna that live in it. The downfall of coho salmon has had harmful impacts beyond the species and its ecosystem. The loss of the fish left native communities, which once relied on the salmon for nutrition, wealth, and culture, empty-handed. It destroyed a central pillar of their communities and livelihoods. It also damaged what was once a large and thriving fishing industry along the coast. Trout Unlimited believes that through restoration projects like the ones they just completed on Gulch Sea, they can bring these fish back to their previous numbers, or at least away from the tenuous situation they are in now. We have wild returns every year, and there are some places within the range of CCC Coho where that doesn't happen anymore. There's places like in the Russian where they are keeping the population going through a captive broodstock program. And here we still have wild returns, and it's in the orders of thousands of fish, so that's a big deal. And we want to take advantage of the opportunity to work in these watersheds where we do still see fish coming back. And one of the best things that we can do is give them access to more habitat. The habitat isn't pristine, but it's not completely broken, and we know that because we have populations here still. But the more access to the more habitat, the better for these fish, particularly in a changing climate because they need to have the ability to move if conditions are not suitable for them to survive. The Noyo River, the Big River, the Ten Mile River, Pudding Creek, the Navarro, the Albion. Those rivers are so important for recovery. If we can do as much restoration as we possibly can in those watersheds, we have a decent chance of keeping those fish from being extirpated from the California landscape. For KZYX News, I'm Lana Cohen. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.